Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Hump Day! <laughs> and it was ready. I was waiting I was for waiting it. I waiting to throw the color of your shirt there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Joe Miller. I'm the co-host of this year's show. That guy sitting next to me, all excited about it being Hump Day in this year's first we, uh, wild card, super wild card weekend is my guy, Jay Spence the King. We are here. We're going to talk about uh, the Buffalo Bills, AFC East champions once again, and then we're going to look forward to the Steelers, but we might talk a little hard knocks. But at the end of the day, Jay Spence, like, is it time we fired this head coach or what? You're asking me? <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I, my opinion hasn't changed. I, I still feel like, you know, McDermott's not going to win us the Super Bowl. So I still feel like after this, I feel like we should move on from uh, now. I've said it. I've said it publicly. I've been honest. If he does it this year, then I have no choice but to obviously apologize publicly and, and change my. St- but I'm still of the stance that we get to the playoffs. We haven't been back to the AFC championship. I think if it's going to happen, the stage is set this year to do it. Oh, yeah. Like oh, So so I'm not doubting him to the point where I'm coming into this saying like, yo, he's tre-. I'm saying if he if he doesn't do it this year. Like, we've seen them get to the playoffs now. We've seen them win the division four years in a row. We've seen them go to the AFC Championship and then a divisional round and then lose. In the, so we've seen them lose earlier and yep, earlier. Yep, yep, yep. And, and now this season, we've had some hardships. We've we fixed it. We, they mm-hmm. figured it out, got the number two seed. So that's encouraging that the team rallied around them after the article and whatever. But at the end of the day, how is the last game that we play going to end? And what game yep. is that going to be? If it's not the Super Bowl, I'm still of the – that's me. I'm still in that space where it's like – I'm ready for I, I give me my Steve Kerr. I've been saying it all season. You've been saying I I literally did not mean to gaslight this whole thing. I was just being silly like hey. No, see I, but I'm that's the actual that's how I feel. I, I I like Sean McDermott. I'm not saying that he deserves to be fired. What I'm saying because I'm he's a good coach. I think if he gets fired from here, he'll get picked up somewhere fast. Like he's for a sure. great coach. For sure. I'm just saying I I think I'm ready for that next step. I'm yeah. ready for and I think Bills fans would agree maybe not about letting him go but more so just about you know like hey we're ready for super bowl man like no the the, que- the question has to be asked and it is being asked appropriately has he taken us as far as he can possibly take us so i i was like i said just being silly because when you look at the turnaround and you look at what they've done uh and i and even for me i what he has learned i feel like he's learned this season from what we saw in the eagles game which was that defense giving up 30 points in a multiple possession lead by going soft, which is what we've seen his defenses do and Leslie's defenses do for years to see him now since then, basically, no, 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 I'm going to keep my foot on the neck. I'm going to keep blitzing. I'm going to keep bringing pressure. I'm going to keep contesting catches. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay on it and it's working. It's like, Oh, so you've learned something. So, uh, I was just, (laughs) I was just more or less being silly, but uh, that's a hot take right there. So my, my reasoning was, and I talked about this on Sunday, was that if if the Buffalo Bills miss the playoffs to the likes of the Steelers, Browns, and Colts, all who all have backup quarterbacks, that right there is, and you've got Josh Allen. That to me is like, okay, we got to have a discussion. Like, there's <laughs> we got to have some real talk here, guys. Uh, but that didn't happen. The Buffalo Bills obviously got in, got the two seed, which was great. But uh, yeah, you you started us off like we're in the thick of it. Like we are in the thick well, of no, it. Go ahead. It's just how I feel because even now, like, yeah. okay, so the statement you just it. made about. Yeah. 
But I mean, even getting into the playoffs, what you just said, I, I'm with you, right? So now we're in, we got the two seed. But now look at the playoffs. We got the yes. Pittsburgh Steelers without TJ Watt. Mason Rudolph is starting. It, it, like we can we can go down the whole thing there. And then, okay, so then if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs, okay, then they go and then we got, you know, like, so you look at the whole, the way it goes. Yeah. If the Chiefs come to Buffalo, I expect us to beat the Chiefs. Yes. If the Dolphins win in the te- like, if we get, I don't care who we get. If it's the Browns, if it's the Texans, I'm telling you, when you look at this, the Browns have a great defense. They have one of the best yeah. defenses yeah. in the entire NFL. But you also, have, the way they talk about Josh Allen and turnovers, go look at what Joe Flacco has done. Yes, Amari Cooper has woken up. He also has like ten interceptions or like nine interceptions in the <laughs> short amount of time that he's been back. I've not, not seen it. Yeah, I actually haven't been paying attention, but that actually brings up a really good point. Just that road to the Super beat Bowl. It does. It doesn't Whoever. seem like the road to the Super Bowl has been easier than it has this year. And I know that that there's probably a little bit of uh, downplaying what the Ravens have done and who the Ravens are this year. And I'm not trying to do that uh, because the Ravens are obviously formidable. But there's something like Sean McDermott has shown that he can beat that football team. The team that he hasn't been able to beat is the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. Uh, but man, I was on Twitter today and somebody's like. Uh, uh, they were talking about hard knocks at the end where Josh Allen was like, you know, we'll see you in a couple weeks, right? Like, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Like, he was just being nice and, you know, what, whatever. And somebody was like, oh, the script is out. And I was like, I don't want that. I want Pat Mahomes in Buffalo in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, I want I want Pat Mahomes in Buffalo. in the And we're going to see what this cat's really all about because he's only played playoff games in his own stadium. He's never played a playoff game anyplace else. So, if, yeah, are you catching that echo? Is that what you're trying to get rid of? No, uh, there's oh. it's not even my dogs. There's dogs in the backyard, and in a moment, I'm going to turn my camera off so I can close my window because those dogs are going. They're not mine. I don't know where they're coming from, but they're somewhere outside, and they're just going nuts. And I'm you're like, good. The audio is going to sound horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to do that now, I can pre. I can continue to vibe just off of this. Uh, no, it sounds like they just shut up. So I'm oh, hoping good. that that's. But the I. But I'd like to know where you are because you've been on the I can't it was a couple of weeks ago. If the Bills beat was it, it was either the Chiefs. You said if the Bills beat somebody, I'm wholly completely back on the the bandwagon, wholly back on the bandwagon. Yeah. Uh and the Bills are going to the Super Bowl, we're gonna win it all. And I don't think I got there until the Bills won the East and then the, the playoff snapchat snapshot was done. And I was like, oh, we gotta beat the Steelers, and then it's gonna be the Dolphins or the Chiefs. I like our chances with both of those. Is there an outside chance that Cleveland could beat or the Texans rather could beat the Ravens? And are we going to get a domed Texas team possibly in Buffalo? Like, because if the Ravens lose, the the AFC championship game is in Buffalo. And now you're going to tell me that, like, we're going to get a rookie quarterback with a rookie head coach for a dome team in Texas in 20 degree weather in Buffalo. I'm just like, uh, or we have to go to the Ravens. We have to go to Baltimore. And if we have to go to Baltimore, we won there last year. And I know the playoffs are different, but. It's not even that. I just I think a lot of people when they have that com- in in our Bills community when we have this conversation about the Ravens, I think we're looking at form like the previous years and we're assuming that it's going to be similar and they're mm. they're not the same team. Like I mm. get it, it's the Ravens and they're in Baltimore and they got the same colors on the helmet and, and the jerseys and Lamar is there, but they're a different team. When I watch that team, the run scheme is completely different. Mm. Um, how they how they move the ball through the air and. And the way they're just is different, man. So I'm going to be honest, like the Ravens do make me nervous. They're the only team. But I mean, you can almost see a scenario as well where they end up having to go up against Cleveland. And if that's the case, you know, I think 
those divisional matchups are always yes. tough. To me, those always. are toss-ups. So I can see that one being something that that goes different. But I don't know. Baltimore is the only team in the AFC at all that scares mm. me. Because I would agree. I, I would like agree. CJ. I like CJ Stroud, but you know, I think they're a couple years before they get to that level. You know, I, I think they're I think they're the Bills when we went to Houston and lost. If the, I think if that's the, that's where they are right now. If the Bills are the seventh seed or the sixth seed, and there's a chance that we have to go to the to, to the to, to Houston to the Texans and play in the dome in Houston for a playoff game. I'm more nervous than CJ Stroud. And I know CJ played in Columbus. And I've said this a thousand times. You've heard me say it. Columbus is not exactly warmer than Buffalo. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times right. in the wintertime, it's colder in there than it is. It's only four and a half hours from here. They just don't get the snow we get. Um, so he's clearly played in the cold before. But there's something about being in Texas. You know, you're in Arizona. Like, you're coming home for the game this weekend, I think. Uh, you're probably packing several layers, right? I don't even know if I feel like coming home. I, it's like you talk about. So it's like, you know, I, I look at the game and I was like, oh, this is a game that's going to be incredible. It's playoffs. I got to do it. And then I looked at the weather. I'm like, I don't know if I should book anything. So we don't know. We'll see. But 20, 24, know, wind chill in the teens, mid teens. And you're talking Oof. about slush and all that. Like they, they're possible in the second half. It looks like yeah. it might get, get nasty. Snowy. Yep. I don't know, Joe. I don't know, but <laughs> but but I'll tell you the thing that's interesting to me is like now some of the analysts, you know, the the national um, media members and stuff. What I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is now people kind of have this expectation that now if the weather goes that way, it's supposed to favor the Steelers. Well, and run, they, they I run. don't quite they run understand. Only. They're run only. That's why. But they but they just kind of figured out how to use Najee Harris in the last like two or three weeks. And then even on top of that, um, James Cook is a thousand yard rusher. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Um, We do have playoff Lenny for the playoffs. So I just don't understand. um, And I'm not, I'm not even saying this to, to down talk or downplay the tech. I mean, uh, the Steelers, I just don't understand. Like when you're looking at that and you look at the guys that they have on their roster as running backs or the guys to carry the ball. And then you look at our guys, you say, Hmm, this favors the Steelers. I just well, you, I don't you, see that. Well, it's it's the it's Jalen Warren. Is that right? Is that is that uh, the the backup guy? So yeah. it's the yeah Jalen Warren. So it's it's the it's the combination of the two together. And I agree with you 100. If there's something that scares me, the only thing with T.J. Watt being out that scares me about that football team is effectively that th- those two running backs. But we just beat a chain a chain rather right i mean a chain with a quarterback that gets the ball out fast. And the reality is, is you know they tried to do that play that nobody has ever seen before at least i haven't where he he fakes this way and then pitches and bet turns around and pitches it out the other way with that misdirection play which they ran over and it it got us a little bit but i would say that in that dolphins game the bills were they very much were pulling the card of the chiefs here uh the last time the chiefs played here we were at magruder's or that was the show we did at magruder's where the bills were like we're gonna let clyde edwards alaire run like that's what we're gonna do if, if he wants to run for 150 yards we're gonna let him uh, and he did. I think he ran for a, a buck something or whatever, and the game was close. It was like within nine points. And I think the Bills, they were like, they were content to let them run the football. And then they began to kind of figure it out. And then they shut the run down. So I, I feel like if the Bills could stop the Dolphins with what they have in their their ground game, I don't know why we why why would Najee Harris run us over? Like I don't think Jalen Warren is going to necessarily run us down, but I think that's what it is. I think it's all about the run. And you know the Buffalo Bills. Who are the running backs you're playing in that game? So you've got Cook, you've got Latavius Murray, you've got uh, Touchdown Lenny, uh, and you've got Ty Johnson. I'm going Cook, Ty Johnson, and Touchdown Lenny. And Touchdown Lenny is my two. Uh, that's, I, that's me. 
I probably right. You're gonna you're gonna beef it up, right? You're gonna you're gonna bring the biggest guys you got, which is I mean, Ty Johnson. I don't know their metrics, but he's got some heaviness to him, and he's fast. So, uh, CJB thirty three says it favors the Steelers because it destroys the passing game, which is where the Bills have the advantage. Does it? But this so is where I disagree. They're right. going to limit, limit. They're going to limit possessions. So hey, we're going to try to be the Buffalo Bills against Peyton Manning's Colts when D- when Dick Duran is here. We're going to limit possessions. Peyton Manning's still on the other side of the field, and when he gets the ball, he scores touchdowns. Josh, first of all, CJB thirty three. With all due respect, because I actually had another. I did another show, and um, I had a feature, uh, and they were kind of saying the same thing. And I'm like, when when people say stuff like this it leads me to believe that they really don't watch the games and i don't mean that in a disrespectful manner by saying like yo you don't watch the games right if you think that weather bothers josh allen mm. there is now there's been a couple couple games throughout his career where the wind has bothered him you talk about the baltimore game a couple years back when the wind was there and that's fine you could be upset i wasn't coming at you it's all love but you must not watch the games if you think the weather bothers the way josh allen throws the football if you're talking about the cold it doesn't if you're talking about the snow it doesn't that's why they drafted him so it's no diss it's all love to you i appreciate you jumping in and that's why we put the comment up but it's just not. Um, it's, it's just not the way the Buffalo Bills are built. We're built with a quarterback to play in Buffalo. So I guess the question, CJB, is why would the Bills? Because the next one he says, I guarantee the Bills will have to pass it less. Why would the Bills have to pass it less? Because you're talking about a football team that I smoked them on back when the Eagles came here and Carson Wentz was the quarterback in in hurricane winds, 45 and 55 mile an hour winds, and Josh Allen threw the ball 44 times or 41 times. It's like why in the world? Like, I don't think they're afraid to throw the ball. So I would love to know. So, yeah, it's more the wind. I don't 20, 20 to 30 mile an hour gusts. That's not going to affect. Not that's not going to affect <laughs> Josh Allen. It's not going to keep them from playing their game. I don't think it'll really. There's another comment that says it bothered him in the Cincy game. I'll be honest. It that it wasn't. Josh was not the worst player on the team last year. I don't know if you remember that playoff game. Josh Allen was wasn't there. terrible at all. I like was it wasn't. It wasn't Josh. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so it didn't bother Josh. It it bothered the offensive line. It bothered the receivers. It bothered, I mean, I don't know. But it the wasn't Josh. His team didn't show up for him. And I'm well, not giving did. Josh an excuse. That game, his team didn't show up for him. It was it was a it was a rough game. I don't I don't know that 20 to 30, 25 mile an hour gusts or whatever are necessarily going to be a challenge for this game. I think the Buffalo Bills and, and and we're kind of all over the all over the the the, the place with this conversation, which is fun because we're just talking football. Um, and we don't really have any topics tonight. We're going to go over the the injury report, and we'll probably do the yeah. whole you know uh, game prediction Talk thing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's fun just kind of having a conversation and just kind of walking around and walking through it. But I mean. To me, the Buffalo Bills win this football game if they don't overthink it, if they don't get cute, if they don't do like throw in new things. Just go out there and play football and beat the Steelers, right? I said it on um the, on uh, taking the points this morning. I'm like, at this point of the year, you know who your team is. Should you've 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 played 17 games, you've practiced for 18 weeks, you've longer than that, you've practiced since the summertime. Yeah. yeah so yeah. at this point, you know what. Your team does well. You know what works and you know what doesn't. Don't don't come out and try to be cute. If if what works is Steph Stephon Diggs running a slant or him getting to the boundary and you hit him on that comeback, do that. <laughs> if Gabe Davis is going to play, I don't know if he will. We don't know yeah, much yeah. of anything yet, but do what works for him. Do what works for. I don't want I don't want to do anything cute. Stop. Don't do none of this foolishness. Like just go out and win. I feel like you can look at the Dolphins game and kind of uh, project 
Josh Allen in this game and potentially going forward. You know, when you're talking about athletic movements and throwing a football precisely and what Josh Allen has gone through to become the accurate passer that he was, and he struggled a little bit somewhat recently, um, it's much like a golf swing. There's things that, you know, finishing on your front foot and yada, yada, and like making sure your tempo is right and, and, and coming down at the right angle, actually your drawback coming up at the right angle, make sure your tempo is right, coming down at the right angle. And Josh Allen said in this presser today, well, he said, he said on Sunday, he felt like the ball was coming out of his hand better than it ever has. So well, not ever has, but like it's be- better than it has this year. This season, so yeah, he said, yeah. And he was what 30 for 38. Uh, two of them were drop balls. Two of them were interceptions. So, and, and one of the interceptions was horrible. The other one, he was just throwing it in the end zone on fourth and two. And it had the guy dropped the ball, it actually would have been worse for the Bills because they would have gotten the football at the, what were they, 35? I, I still think it was, a, it, was, it was a bad interception. It was a bad yeah. interception. Yes, had, I'm just saying. He had other options. It but was that a was, bad interception. But that wasn't just, yeah, he actually gave up a first down because he didn't catch his first read. Um, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying it didn't hurt the Bills as much as it was just a bad interception. My point is, is this. When you watched him release the ball, especially in the second half of that game, he was making throws we haven't seen him make, like accurate throws we haven't seen him make, like or this year at least. I'm at least willing to say this year we haven't seen that from him. So if he's figured some of that out and been like, oh, you know, it was always the eat the burger, right? Where his left hand is when he's coming through or if it's the the balance on his feet, where his hips are at. If he's figured, oh, that's right, I forgot. I wasn't doing that before. Like I haven't been doing this or I haven't been doing that. To me, that spells a confident Josh Allen. That spells a situation where he's not going to be afraid to throw the football. Yeah, it's um, I just again all the comments and and even on Twitter and stuff or X whatever you want to call it at this point about the weather be being Twitter a factor for Josh. I just yes, yeah, Twitter. Mama named it Twitter. I'm gonna call it Twitter. But <laughs> <Sure>. it's, <laughs> but it's uh you know it's just like I don't understand the weather takes when it comes to to Josh and the Bills and and to be honest with you, I look at it like the weather in that situation it. it actually is going to play an advantage for the Bills, even on offense for our receivers. The route running might not be as crisp, but they know where they're going. And mm-hmm. those cornerbacks and those safeties have to, they have to cover them. Yeah. And for the Bills, yeah. again, I, I don't, I just don't see Mason Rudolph tearing the Bills up, whether it was in, in a dome. I don't care what the weather is like. I just don't trust Mason Rudolph as a quarterback. So we'll see. It was, I didn't say you don't watch football. See how people get sensitive? I didn't say he doesn't watch football. I said you don't watch the Bills games because if you think that Josh Allen can't throw in inclement weather, then that means you don't want – because, I mean, it's it's several games. We have game after game after game. I would defend you I'm not, this I'm not way. here to offend people. I, I, would, I would defend you this way. You didn't say that CJB doesn't watch football. You said people – like people that have certain. No, I said thoughts. he doesn't watch Bills games. I said that. Okay. I don't say he doesn't watch football. You I was trying to let football. you off. I was trying to let you off. No, that. no, I'm gonna stand on business. I said what I said. Like I'm not the dude that's gonna sit here and say I don't. But you don't watch the Bills games with high wins or whatever if you think that that bothers Josh because I can we can list several games and you know he can be in the comments and be mad all he wants. that's cool we appreciate no, we, you watching we have seen Josh Allen in in high weather win games because I'm the first guy that's like don't like stop forcing the ball downfield and they'll be mm-hmm. 25 mile an hour and they just be going but chuck the, chuck the ball 60 yards on field and, and miss, the ball cuts like, through the wind yeah, the ball just, just like, cuts through the wind or he misses them by 15 feet and it's like it just was unnecessary like so it's it's funny that we have different angles on that uh, last thought just on that that bills going into Miami what a it just there it was it was borderline storybook poetic like what are your just last thoughts on the bills going down there and just removing the souls as we saw on hard knocks from the Miami Dolphins it was just I loved every second of it 
I loved every minute of it. Um, there were, well, obviously not every minute of it. There were parts that I was sure. extremely annoyed with. Or nervous. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just the way it ended the second half, um, the defense, man, like that's why I'm wearing, that's why I'm wearing uh, the Poe jersey yeah. or the yeah. hoodie today. Like, you know, just the energy that just everything, offense, defense, man, like, it, like you said, it was poetic. It was almost like a movie. You know, it was yeah. like watching the end of Sunday Night Lights, you yeah. know, and it's like, it, and then we're short and then they get the ball back, you know, and it's like, it looks first couple plays, the completions, Tyreek mm. Hill gets out of bounds. Mm. He gets another catch. And so it just looks like, oh, hell, here it goes. Here it comes. <laughs> and then, and then the interception, man. So no, yeah. it, it was, it, you know, it was absolutely poetic after the game. And I caught a couple people. Um, CJB, I understand. I apologize if I offended you. Okay, Josh can't throw in the wind. It's okay, man. It's okay. I love you. Uh, but yeah, it was it was poetic, bro. It was it was probably one of the the best moments because yeah. you know one of the things that I said. Uh, I know beating the Patriots in the playoffs a couple of years ago, the forty seven to seventeen game, was like a big deal for Bills Mafia, and it felt good. But yeah, without, yeah. but without Tom Brady being there. It didn't feel quite as sweet, you know what I mean? Like it, it mm -hmm. felt it, it, it sure. just wasn't the same. So now, sure. now when you look at this, and like the Dolphins rivalry is back, like it feels like a really like we hate each other. The fan bases is like you can't. The game been over, and we're still the game clapping. been over, still clapping at each other, and it, so it felt sweet, man. Like it yeah. felt sweet. This yeah. was one of the first, not the first, but it was one of those wins for me that it felt special as a Bills fan. Like the AFC East, we won a division in Miami. It felt like a home game when the kickoff, when when the, the return went, man, mm. the place erupted. The pop from the crowd was mm. so. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you're with, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I'm dude, it was it was it was fantastic. And then for them to just follow it up with just the hard knocks and the, obviously the narration and Josh on the freight train, like the way that they just pull because we haven't been on hard knocks before, like as the opposing team. So it was just great to hear the narration and how they kind of did the write up for the Bills and stuff like that and. Yeah, that was uh if you didn't catch it, it was great. And even the the sound, I've watched all the hard knock stuff with with the Dolphins. So even the the character building stuff that they did with the 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 security guy and the players and stuff like that, it was great too. So do you want to throw that up there or are you are you messaging? Got our first super chat. I'll do it real quick. Uh oops. No. There you go. John DeFazio with the super chat. John, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We appreciate appreciate you. He says, uh, what's up, fellas? Been going straight since COVID. You're my favorite content creators. Smash that like, he says to everybody. Hump, no. hump that like. Honestly, think well, this is our time. We finally can adapt uh, our offense to any defensive scheme. Um, we are not reliant on one or two players. I 100% agree. And actually, to that yeah. point, it was absolutely amazing to see kind of the reemergence of Steph. Like, Steph yeah. just be getting back into the game plan. And I don't even know what to make of it. I don't know if, if it was a situation where he had that injury a couple weeks ago and he was taking himself out of the game, but wasn't disclosing that he had an injury. I don't know if, are we to believe, which I think is foolishness that the bills were saving him for the playoffs. Like, I don't even like what you would never do. Cause no. if you save him for the playoffs and it doesn't work. You miss the playoffs. Then you like, missed the playoffs. Right? I don't think that they were saving him. I don't, I really don't think that what I think is, they were finding ways to win in spite of whatever his like whatever he was dealing with. Right. So right, they right. and they were trying to get him involved. There were and I think when you and I really do believe that there was an injury. And I think I don't know if I talked to you about this or somebody else, but I had we I've been having so many conversations, but I feel like 
even like some of those throws where Josh either overthrows him or underthrows him. Yeah. I think Josh is used to the, the, the communication that those guys have. They're used to a certain connection. Like when, yeah. so when Steph is a hundred, his speed is like this. So Josh knows, okay, that's boom. And I feel like if Steph wasn't a hundred, even a, off just a little bit, he might be a step slower with that injury or he Good. might. So I just feel like that timing was off just a little bit. But other than that, man, I, I think now Steph is coming into his, we're getting healthier at the right time. We got, yeah, we got yeah. DJ back. Yep. We, uh, and so I feel, I feel good, man. Like going into this game, going into the next game, whatever game, I don't want to look ahead. Like I, it's the playoffs and Pittsburgh can absolutely, you know, we've seen it happen before. We lost to teams that we shouldn't have lost to, but I, I feel really, I feel really good, man. Yeah, it's super awesome. We got another super chat. So we got uh, two kind of in a row. Zach of all trades. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. McDermott still remembers that preseason game. He's going to tell Josh Allstott Allen to take over the game. The I'm good with it. Fullbacks of all time. <laughs> I'm good if with you're going to compare my quarterback to like the top two or three greatest fullbacks of all time. I will take it because yeah, that yeah, man yeah. is a tank. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah, who actually is going to be online again right after this show, says you guys are going to get tomorrow, a draft pick taken away. Oh, is it tomorrow? Uh, you guys are going to get a draft pick taken away from us. That's only if the team knows. My part, what I said was Steph didn't disclose it to the team. If he discloses it to the team and the team does not say something, then it's a problem. But, uh, but yeah, so speaking of injuries, let's jump over into the injury report, which I forgot to load up. So give me two seconds while I grab this thing real quick. It is right. Uh, where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I don't think it's anything that we don't necessarily know about uh, as far as the guys that are on it. I My dad sent me a Buffalo Rumblings uh, r- article about Davis, um, uh, Ty Johnson, and uh, Terrell Dotson being out, ruled out. And I was like, wow, that was quick, like yesterday. So Tuesday, they've already ruled him out. It was from the game Sunday. so like i found out today i was like oh they're not ruled out at all they're day-to-day so uh this is the injury report uh as per the buffalo bills currently and i know that uh coach talked about a little bit today so josh allen neck full uh obviously that's a lingering injury from uh two weeks ago deon dawkins my understanding is is uh from people that i know that deon dawkins his finger was caught inside of one of the face masks of the Dolphins players. And that's correct. There, there was a fear that his finger could have gotten ripped off. Like that's how bad yeah. the laceration was. Uh, Gabe Davis knee did not participate today. Terrell Dotson's shoulder was limited. He went off in a very mysterious way. Cause it was like, he was playing, he was fine. Then all of a sudden they showed him as a shadow walking through, like walking back through the tunnels. Like, Oh, what happened? Are they going to tell us? Uh, Razul Douglas, we have not heard anything about, did not participate. Leonard Floyd, vet rest aid, did not participate. Uh, and then Ty Johnson is in concussion uh, protocol. Uh, Taylor Rapp had a calf, did not participate. And then uh, Vaughn, once again, had a uh, veteran rest day. What is What do we make of the Vaughn situation? Like, what happens if <laughs> the Buffalo Bills go to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden Vaughn Miller has four sacks? Like, <laughs> like what what do we make of this Vaughn? like if, if he goes if he goes out there in the next whatever games and the bills get bounced in the playoffs or they go to the super bowl and lose or win and vaughn is a is a fart in the wind you never even hear his name called he's not around the quarterback or around the player whatever it's like oh, i don't even know like what to, he's a shadow out there but what if like we get to the super bowl and he makes four and he does or the afc championship game and he has four sacks in the afc like the biggest game that we've had that vaults us into the next bit i just i don't know what to make of this situation well for me support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent 
You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Outside of everything else, like all, uh, forget all the other stuff for this conversation. I, I really remember earlier in the season, and like so first preseason, and mm-hmm. when Vaughn was tweeting out, he's like, and he's on his podcast, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm ready to go now. I feel good now. I'm just waiting for them to clear me. And everybody was like, he's good to go. What do you mean? You know, Vaughn is good to go. And I'm like, yo, you don't come back from an ACL injury mm-hmm. like that. And they're like, mm-hmm. Vaughn knows his body better. Than, and I'm like, you're yeah. right. I'm I sound dumb because I'm not him. But then he comes back. I still feel like he's just not a hundred percent. Like I, and I feel like remember he tweaked it in one of those games as yes. well. And I just, yep. it was early on. I think it was maybe the second game back. And I think he he tweaked it. And I just don't, I, I don't believe that he's a hundred percent. I think he tweaked it in preseason as well. He wasn't playing, but I'm pretty sure he tweaked it as he was like going through it because there was a, a mm-hmm. little bit of a setback that they had. And then yes, he tweaked it. And you and I are the first. You and I are the guys that are always like, what do we know about what's the one thing we know about Von Miller? The dude lies. <laughs> <laughs> the dude does not tell the truth as far as that goes. So I, and he was, there was a, there was a pregame shot of him walking on the field and he was kind of limping. Like somebody was like, he's lim-. I don't know if it was the right, the, the correct leg. I didn't go that far into my research, but he was definitely limping on his right leg a little bit. And I was like, that looks a little peculiar, but it is what it Shout is. Shout out to my dog Rev, man. What Shout up? out to Buffalo Fanatics and everybody over there. Uh, Rev says, what up fellas here? Here is who I need to see on offense going forward. Diggs, Shakir, Kincaid, Cook. God bless and go Bills. Hey, you ain't going to catch no argument from me, from me on that. Now, I will say, because uh, we just did the injury report, I do hope that Gabe is okay. Like, I don't I don't want him to have any injuries or anything like that. But uh, there's a – there's a look, Gabe is a far he, – he, he's inconsistent. I'll just say that. Because Gabe will come out and he'll give you the best game of – all time like he'll come out and give you five receptions for 185 and three touchdowns and then for two weeks he'll give you one reception for two yards or zero receptions for two games in a row and it's like i I just i don't need him to give me the 180 every week i don't need the three touch it would be nice you could do that 
but give just give, give me just be consistent, man. Give me, be there's, consistent. There's there's a church phrase that I use and have used, and you used it, I believe, on Twitter someplace that your gifting will make room for itself. Um, and I just feel like he's just not. And I've said this for a long time, but I I think this is the I think that 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 line is a great way of saying it. He's a limited wide receiver. He's a great dude. He's a phenomenal blocker. He can only run certain routes in the route tree. At times, he has trouble catching the ball because he catch. He does that clap thing, the clam thing, which nobody likes. You're not supposed to catch the football that way. I just feel like as a number two where he is supposed to be the guy that's a big target for Allen, he's supposed to make himself open, like not to the level that Steph does, does but close to the level that Steph does. And I just don't think he can. I think as as if he's behind, and, and I know we get caught up with Jerry Ostrowski and the numbers and one, two, and three, and what does that mean? Is Kincaid two or is Kincaid three? And is a third really a third? And yada yada yada. And I know that there's semantics involved in there, but when we say one, two, and three, we mean the primary target, the not the X receiver on the field and where the ball's supposed to go. Your primary wide receiver, wide receiver one. I'm the guy. I'm him, Steph Diggs. Number two. The, the second primary receiver on this team is, is is Gabe Davis. And I just feel like he doesn't benefit from being in that, that second role. And I don't know that that's a problem. We've talked about it ad nauseum as Bills fans. And when he shows up, it's amazing. And when he doesn't, it's he, I called, I was calling him ghost, right? I mean, I was calling him ghost Davis because he just vanishes for games. We definitely don't want him. See, I hate that because I, I hate that because Ghost is such a perfect nickname. Like it's it's a gangster name. You know what I mean? Like right, right. you ever watch the show Power? I mean, like Ghost is such a strong thug right. name, you know. And then we give it to him because he's disappearing, and it's just it, it, it disappoints me, man. And it's, it's like, I, and again, and I, I, Gabe's mom is on Twitter. She's amazing. If you get a chance yep. to ever follow her or, or or even interact with her, she's amazing. Uh, so I still feel bad sometimes even going on Twitter because I know his mom is there, you know. And it's right, like right, I don't want, right. but it's like. In the middle of the game, and it's like this Sunday. I, it was it was like before he got injured. It was one play where I'm like, oh man, Gabe should they should switch Gabe to offensive tackle because he blocks so well. What the hell? He can't catch. But that's how I feel, man. And I can't do that during the game. I know I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna start. Right. I, I told Sal today. I'm gonna stop drink. I'm gonna stop drinking before the game. Uh-oh. And I'm gonna Uh-oh. smoke exclusively. So when I smoke, <laughs> y'all might not even get tweets. No jokes. No nothing. I'm gonna just be quiet. I'm gonna just be quiet. <laughs> Uh, it's it's and funny, sorry, how, Rev. I know you in the comments, but I'm gonna roll up, bro. It's it's funny how <laughs> texting with Spence and the and the fellas goes during Bills games. Before yeah. the games, he's in it, he's feeling it, and he's warning us like I'm, I'm like I'm feeling it, blah 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 blah. And then, like you said, you start rolling it somewhere around the game starts, and and like your your texting like goes just like this, and then it's just flatlined. It's like, well, Spence is done. Spence is gone. Spence <laughs> doesn't even respond. He's, he's gone. The phone he's, is somewhere. Like it's somewhere. I have my tablet up. That's how I be tweeting because my phone, I don't even know where it goes at times. Like, it's just like my cousin, my cousin was here Sunday. He's like, dude, it's okay. I, you know what? I was, I was so upset about that Josh Allen interception, mm. both of them, yep, but the one too. in the end zone. And I know a lot of time, like I, I get it. Everybody's saying like, like, yo, it was better because it, it took 20 yards away from them and this, that, and the third. I hear all of that. And I get when people are trying to talk about like the little intricacies of the game that, you know, can make a difference here or there. You know what also makes a difference? Not turning the ball over. You mm-hmm. know what makes a difference? Catching the the first option that was wide open for four yards instead of mm-hmm. going on, you know, trying to go for a touchdown in the end zone when you could have yep, just yep. went for four yards. That's what that's what to me, that's what I, you know. So when I get angry and I know, and people are on this stuff and it's it's like, come on, man. 
Come on. No, I, 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 I can't disagree with you. It's, it's, it, there, I'm ready to buy into and okay to buy into this idea that he handles the football and he's 80% of your offense and he's going the, the, the Dan Orlovsky argument. I, I, I can buy into that. But the first interception was, I, I said it on my show, literally, that's the first time since probably 2018 where at the point, like when he threw the ball, I'm yelling, what was that? Like Gabe Davis was 20 feet away from, from Eli Apple and had like Eli Apple was cooked. Like he was so out of position. It wasn't even funny. And the ball just hit him in the chest. It's like, cause Josh Allen didn't even look. He like his arm, his arms coming forward as his head's coming around and the ball's coming out. Like it was just, and then the second one, I mean, off your back foot through like chucking it into the end zone, like, Gabe Davis trips over his own feet. And I, I texted you guys and I was like, I, I've played some sports in my life and a bunch. I've never tripped over my own feet while running ever. Like I've never done that before. Like we've seen Daniel Jones do it. And now we've seen Gabe Davis do it. So it's just. And I feel bad that he's injured because of it. You know, I do feel yeah. bad that he's injured. I don't want anybody yeah. injured, but, but man, and, and just so you know, Joe, Joe's right with those texts. Like, like, so I, first of all, I respect and I love John and Jerry and Joe. But in this chat, sometimes during the game, and I'm like, like they'll say something. And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. So I'll respond. And Jerry's like, Spence, that is not it. I'm telling you, man. Is it? And I'm like, Jerry, okay. And then my phone just goes somewhere because I don't even respond after that. Because I, I, I love those guys. So I don't want to be in my in my zone. And then ever, you know, like try to question it or not. So I just I try to be respectful. So I just I just remove myself. Yeah. During during the moment. No. Third down, everybody. Third down. So uh, with that, everybody knows what that means. We are going to uh, be doing. Uh, st- we're going to get to stat line predictions for Josh Allen for this football game. Uh, and we should get some interesting ones based on the conversation that we've already had. Also, just due to the weather and climate weather, um, which also, by the way, as much as there was not wind in that perfect game, didn't he throw like 300 or 350 yards in that like that game that was like minus five degrees, the, the playoff game against the Patriots? He threw the, he chucked the ball all throw. over the field. But anyway, you can't throw in inclement weather. I'm just saying that's what so, so stat, 33 stat know. line prediction just, and then uh, score prediction. <laughs> we've already talked a little bit about the Steelers. The Steelers uh, they're, they're an interesting opponent in, in as much as, you know, you can make the conversation somewhat of the argument that the Bills backed into the playoffs, except for the fact that they're the number two seed and the way they got there, beating the Chiefs, beating the Cowboys, beating the Dolphins. The Steelers literally did everything they could to almost not win a football game in bad weather against the Ravens to get a playoff spot. Like they lit, there was moments in that game. It was like, Oh, the Ravens are going to win this game because the Steelers were trying to lose it. It seemed like, uh, I'm not looking to overlook it. I don't think this is a trap game. It's the playoffs. The bills are not looking forward to whoever they got to play next. They're going to go out there and handle their business. The Steelers are just not a formidable opponent. They are not at the level. The bills are. The question is, as it is every week, are the Bills going to play down to the level of their opponent? That's the question. I don't know where you're at on that. Have they shaken that off? I think I, I, where I'm at, my confidence level, I feel like they've shaken that. And I feel like going into the playoffs, I think this team, the the, the, the way I know the team, the, the few guys that I communicate with, they're focused. And I know every year is like, these guys are focused. They're focused. But... It, <sighs> To me, it's like it's it's a different thing. I feel like Jordan, for one, I feel like Jordan and Micah feel like 
this might be our last real shot yep. at this. Yep. Micah said it today and, in this interview. See, I didn't even get the chance to watch it. So, yep. but I feel like I feel like those guys feel like this is our last chance to really take a real run at this. And I don't think they take that for granted. And I think mm-hmm. Josh is the type of leader offensively that recognizes the other guy. Like, you know, it would have been great for us to have one for Kyle Williams. It would have been great to get one for Jerry Hughes. Those mm-hmm. guys aren't here. So the guys that's been on the team, the guys that the best safety tandem in in the Buffalo. Some might argue, I don't know. I, I think it's the best safety tandem in the history of the team. You, you want to get for one sure. for those guys. You want to get one for Stefan Diggs, who, no, he's not old yet, you know, but it, he's he's been a good receiver for a long time, and he wants to win. Mm-hmm. You want to you continue the future in Buffalo with Diggs and Josh? Win. Win. Winning cures everything. everything. And I know, I don't want I'm to, I'm not the guy that's on here assuming that something is wrong with with Diggs. I'm not saying that he's unhappy, but I'm talking about the way the media perceives it. And mm-hmm. now we mm-hmm. every time he does anything on the sideline, oh Diggs is so unhappy. But meanwhile, Tariq Hill walks off, he won't even shake hands and nobody says anything. Like it's not even a, a word. But, not even on the show. Did even it was it even like they made it seem not like even he was on the show. Till, it was like he was there till the end and he was not. <laughs> And, and then my thing is, and then uh, and again, we don't have to even go down this road. We're we're doing a third down, so let's move on. But it's like you talk about off field issues. A guy like Tariq Hill has a history. He has a past. Yeah, yeah. So so to me, there's certain things that are fair when it comes to like when you have questions about behavior based on past issues. Stefan Diggs has never given anybody a re- any reason. Any reason to say anything other than he's passionate. Now, it might get annoying that he's passionate. <laughs> it might get a little annoying, like, come on, man. Like, but ain't nothing, that dude ain't did nothing. I'm going, Buffalo Bills are confident. Josh is happy. Steph is happy. They're going to do this for, for the defense. They're going to do this for McDermott. They're going to try to save his job, and they're going to tell me to shut the hell up and stop asking for McDermott to be let go. They're going to win this game 30 to 10. I ain't even want to give them 10 points. I wanted to give them seven, but somebody cussed me out this morning, so I respected them a little more and gave somebody them 10 points. Somebody cussed you out this morning what does that even mean well because i said that on a different show when the Steelers fan was like you're gonna disrespect us like that we can't even we so you don't think we're gonna score we can't even get two touchdowns we in the playoffs too and i'm like okay i gotta i gotta back i gotta i gotta back you back you up a little bit so on this on this stefan diggs thing and twitter so like i'm sure you saw it i put out a tweet maybe you didn't because algorithms or whatnot but I put this tw- I put this tweet out. Uh, where is it at? Da-da-da-da-da. Here it is. Uh, and literally, it says, "Am I right?" In- so it's Stefan Diggs at the end of the game going in and bro hugging McDermott. And right, and, and, and you and I aren't following I this, narrative to, uh, this narrative. That, yeah. This narrative. This uh, narrative that that Stefan Stefan wants out of town. He's a problem. Blah blah blah. He hates it here. He hates Josh Allen. Yes, there was stuff last year in the way the season ended, but. But he has been the consummate professional this year and like all the stuff stuff. So I put out a tweet based off this, this hug. And I said, am I right in saying that this hug was far too aggressive? Just way that too is aggressive, a man, man. That is a man who does not like his head coach at all. If he did, it would have been far more intimate. That was what well, I tweeted. I, I feel like he was trying to do like a like a Taekwondo move, like a quick move but, and crack his spine. But he my was trying point, to hurt McDermott there. He hates McDermott. <laughs> my point was... I was being sarcastic, which you were feeding into. It's gotten yeah. viewed a ha- almost a half a million times. And the amount of people that thought I was serious, like the amount of hate tweets I got on that thing. And I just started just eating right into it. Like, like oh, I would yeah, just, I, 
those are the ones you have fun with. Those are the like, ones you I have was fun like, with. is this for real right now? You guys honestly thought that I was saying that he hates Sean. Like, I, I put out a tweet that said, I heard Buffalo Bills beat reporters. Uh, one of them has said that Sean McDermott has filed assault charges against Devontae. People, people can't read sarcasm, and I don't understand it. It's like a loss. I, I feel like when generations, like the older people get, then you lose so much stuff. Right. And sarcasm is one of those things that's just gone. And I don't just know. Leaving. Like, how can you not figure that out? Like, come on. <laughs> So, anyways, did you give a Josh? You, you haven't given. Did you give a stat line and a prediction, score prediction? Uh, I'll say uh, Josh two thirty in the air, uh, maybe sixty five on the ground. Mm. I'm going to give him uh, one touchdown in the air and two on the ground. That's good. So, Josh Allen for me, uh, I want I want to see a clean game from him, and I think this is a game that he can have a clean game because I don't know that I th- somebody told me I thought I saw read heard somebody say that Minka Fitzpatrick might be having some. Uh, some mm-hmm. some injury he's issues. Kinda, he's not 100. percent Yeah, he's not 100. Uh, so they're a little bit battered uh, as far as that goes on the backside. I I think this is going to be a clean game for Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen. I think you're you're right. 230, 250. I'll give him 245, 250 uh, as far as through the air. I think he's going to use his legs again. The question is 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 he going to get away? Right? Is he going to have one of those 65, 70 yard runs that we've seen him do, like we saw in the Tampa game, and just that we've seen him do a couple times? But I like your kind of modest 45 yard kind of kind of pace. So we're in the same spot. And probably accounts for, as you said, three touchdowns. I think two is all it's going to take to win this game. But I think he probably accounts for three. Uh, score prediction for me in this football game, I don't see it being a huge, huge score, like runaway thing. Um, again, I want to see the Bills come out and just play their game. Just come out and play your game. You, like, don't don't press. Don't do anything stupid. Don't try to rush it. Mike Tomlin is a good coach. He knows how to make his players play. He could game plan well. Uh, 30 to 10. You're saying that I, I got I got more than two or two possessions, so I'm probably a ten point win as well in a game that probably isn't as close as the score is, even at ten points. But if you're thirty to ten, I'm probably in that twenty seven to seventeen range. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you what if if TJ Watt was active, mm-hmm. that's a big this, difference. This would be a little bit different. And then also, I think people forget um, that their secondary is absolutely beat up. I know that the weather is bad. I see mom having a, she came in a little late. So I'll, I'll answer that more nice for mom than I did for (laughs) CPJ 33. The weather will be bad mom, but I don't, I don't think it'll make a big difference with Josh. I think that, you know, we've seen Josh have success through the air with wind, with snow, with rain. So, you know, hopefully I think, yeah, and cold and negative cold. You know, yep, let's not yep. forget the Chicago game last year. Yep, it was, uh, it was that's like right. negative twenty-five or something. It was something crazy. So that's crazy. Um, you know, I'm I'm going with a Bills, a, a strong Bills win there, but man, TJ Watt being out. And then this was the part I was gonna say before I read Mom's uh comment. Josh is just gonna pick on Levi. You think that's so? All, that, I'm telling you what's gonna happen. They're they're gonna try to they're gonna whoever's on Levi. Josh is going to try to pick him apart and it don't matter for sure. Cause Levi, and I know everybody remembers from when he was in Buffalo, Levi plays off the ball a little bit more yep, than most. Yep, so even if yep. his short throws and they just chip away at it because of the win, if y'all think he can't throw on the win, let's just say that that's an option there. Cause go back and look at the game that we played against Pittsburgh last season and look at the plays that the ball went towards Levi Wallace, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a similar game plan this week. Sorry, Levi's my dog. Y'all know I love yeah, yeah. Levi. He's a great guy. His mom is great people. He about to get toe up this weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, before we get out of here, let's hear from our show sponsor, Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care. Uh, and uh, this is John Fina on the call. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile Technology, this is your reality. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. 
Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. This pace is money. At Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. If you are, uh, <laughs> go ahead. It was, he one taked it too. Like when we did it, he, it was like it was one take. And he was like, "Yeah, I've been doing this a few years. You know, I know what I'm doing." I was like, "Man, you too smooth, bro." Like he just one take. Uh, super appreciative of Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care and uh, sponsoring uh, so many of the Buffalo uh, Rumblings vidcast programs this year. They've been a great partner, a great sponsor. Hope to have them back uh, potentially next year, which would be fantastic. But uh, yeah, so uh, why don't uh, why don't I get us up out of here? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care uh, on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast network. Big game this Sunday. First round of the playoffs, Buffalo Bills versus the Steelers. Steelers in Buffalo. Can't wait for it. Any last final thoughts, words, anything? Uh, love each other. And I, I know I say that at the end of my show yeah, all the yeah. time. And I know I, I, I want to say this again. I said it on Code of Conduct this week. I do want to say it's, it, it, the, the win was great. It was a lot of fun. And I know mm. those who went down enjoyed it. But there was a young man that lost his life. Mm. And, you know, he was murdered over. I don't I don't know the full story. I don't know what happened, but I'm just saying, like, you know, moments like that is a continual reminder to me that, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be somewhere for fun and something can happen. You can be somewhere shopping for groceries. Something can happen. Mm -hmm. You can be at school or at a concert and something can happen. So I just want I just want to say, you know, like this year, uh, be intentional about loving people and and letting the people who you love know you love them. Like be intentional about that. If you never listen to anything Spence says. Like, please try to take that and adopt that to your life. It wasn't a traffic incident. Well, it was a traffic incident, but it it was started. a shooting. So it, yeah, well, it, it, start, it started in this in the parking lot or the stadium. It started like they were. Yeah. I, I believe they were chirping at each other and down the yeah, and then it is escalated. It it. What are we doing here? It's football. It's a, it's a football game. Like what it's are we a doing? Game, man. It's a like, game. It's, it's a game. So yeah, and the, yeah, and and the, and the, and our football jerseys aren't gang colors. Like what are we like? You know what I'm saying? Like it isn't. It, it's not life or death. Me anyways. But yes, well said. Perfectly said. Love each other, everybody. Uh, for me, for Jay Spencer King, for Buffalo Rumblings, uh, line the game tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys later. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.